Oh my gosh. Oh no. It's me again. I'm here to ruin your day. It's me, Stinky Mackin. <laughs> oh, what's that? Your lunch? Can I have it? I'm, I already have a lunch, but it it's all wet. Oh, my lunch is soaking wet, and it smells like the ocean. Like the shitty ocean. Oh, can I have some of your lunch? Oh, I'm getting my ocean lunch all over your lunch. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh. <laughs> I am here explicitly to ruin your day, but I'm also so sorry. Oh, I don't know. I don't. I, I guess I fluctuate, but between being a alpha and a beta uh, uh fuck you and and, and 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 you're not even very nice <laughs> back baby Woo! it's gonna be on top sticky back in <laughs> all right are you this is gonna be a big turn are you single by any chance I don't know if this will shock you or not, but, well, Sticky Mackin doesn't really hit it off very well with the ladies, but, uh, uh, I don't know, what crazy, is there like a vibe here, or is this, oh, what's that, I've only been incredibly mean to you, huh, and you're not into that at all? Like that even a little bit. Don't well, don't kink shame me. What's that? You're not kink shaming me. You're just expressing what your desires and boundaries are. What's that? You're being extremely cool, and that even though I'm using language of being smart, I'm actually being mean and dumb. It's too late in the evening for me to use words right I don't know how to talk good anymore My brain is bad and broken Won't you let me go? Guys, we got a, such a good episode today on Abby's Head Talk Thing. That's right. It's my friend Sam. It's my friend Sam Vendig. And this episode is a lost episode. <gasps> yeah, that's right. It was recorded over a calendar year ago. And due to... who Who knows what happened. But... There were a lot of files on my end. There were some files on Sam's end, Sam's end, and it just, you know, I didn't, I didn't let him know ahead of time what I needed. And then I also lost my files, and I thought the whole thing was gone forever. And then I, and then I found the Zoom recording. So I do apologize for the audio quality, but I am glad 
that this episode is coming out because it's a lot of fun. It's also a fucking mess. <laughs> it has nothing to do with Sam. Even though I did, I guess, throw him under the bus a minute ago when I was like, Sam lost his files too! But that's actually on me because I didn't say, hey, can you do your files? Anyways, I, I trimmed a lot of stuff out of the podcast, which might sound shocking later it, when you're hearing all the stuff that's in there. <laughs> but I also thought that there was something fun and funny about... Um, the sound check and like the technical mishap. So I put it at the end. Uh, I also have known Sam for a very long time. So we have a very silly uh, dynamic. So if you're, if you're, if you're along for the ride and you're just vibing and just enjoying uh, just two lads being, uh, it's too late in the night to talk at all. I gotta get out of here, but I haven't done my job yet. Haven't done my job yet. Sam is one of my closest friends. Uh, he's also an incredible producer, songwriter, artist, friend, meditation friend. We'll get into all of this shit of our f being friends. And he has some incredible, incredible music. Like, what if pop music had the heart and soul of all your favorite, like, indie Americana, country, uh, folk shit, but then, like, hit as hard as a Justin Bieber song uh, with mind-blowingly sick production and just like lyrics from the bottom of this man's soul you gotta hear sam's music it's so sick sam vendick he's got three songs out i was lucky enough to work with sam on uh one of his songs that will will be coming out um and the man is a legend and sits on the high council of my heart and i love him so much uh, and I genuinely learn a lot from him. And I just feel like we're on many paths together. And I just feel very, very lucky. Very lucky to know this guy. And I almost feel like this episode is a disservice to how much I love him and how, what good of a friend he is. But, alas, the artifact is what the artifact is. I think I have a lot more to say. But I think that will be for another time. All right. All right, gang. Happy Halloween. And why the fuck did I say and? I was so close. God damn it. And never stop wondering who you are. I guess. No, that's just fuck that one. <laughs> Uh, hmm. Always be nice. Why do I feel like I have to say, like, a little thing right now? Like a little... Catchphrase, a little philosophy, nice catchphrase. Uh... You know what? Fuck you guys. I fucking don't even like doing the show anymore. That's not true. That's not true. Why are you, Mac, and why are you ruining the episode?
It has not even started. Okay. I love all of you very much. I like doing the podcast. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll go right to my room after this. Joke's on you. I'm in my room. <laughs> okay, gang. And it's simply in these times of existing amongst vicious systems and conditions and hateful motherfuckers everywhere. You gotta just go, hey, can I have a nice time right now in this moment with myself or my pals? And hopefully consider me one of your pals because I consider me one of your greatest pals and I consider you one of my greatest pals so I'll see you at my birthday party good night Sam Vendig happy sad talking happy sad talking happy sad talking I don't know anything. I'm just happy and sad and stuff. Sam! <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man. <laughs> Dude, how are you doing today? How is your day going? Uh, yeah, um, it's good. Um, I, yeah, spent uh, the last few days kind of finishing up game of thrones which i'm really like late to the game oh i know nothing about game you're late to the game of thrones late to the game of thrones and um yeah honestly not i mean definitely worth it fantastic show it's one of the better experiences except you know as everyone has known the end is not that ideal um did you know that heading like heading into your big watch of it I didn't know what was going to happen, but I knew everyone had an opinion about the eighth season. Ah, how do you feel like that affected you as you approach where you're kind of like, well, this might end kind of shitty. Well, interestingly, I was like, well, everyone's standards are really high and mine are really low. So I'm <laughs> I was like, I can watch shit TV. I, I, like, I, I feel like personally, I've always been categorized, like just keep, you know, there's shit TV and I like it. And then there's great stuff. And then I like that too. And totally. but I, <laughs> I feel that same exact way about TV where I'm just like, okay, I have like taste when it comes to music and I have like a lot to say and like yeah, totally. TV, like, I mean, not that I'm like watching a ton of TV, not because like, I, I mean, I play like a lot of video games. It's not like I don't fucking waste time or like do just like recreational stuff. And I do watch TV, but I also feel like I don't, like I like having like a friend to watch TV with or to like recommend something that has like that kind of like, Oh, this they're doing something really cool on this show. Or like, this is really cool. And like, I can like watch a show and be like, Oh, that was cool. And like, I really like, a, but I, I do feel like I just know so many people that are so much smarter about TV than me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I relate. Um, I definitely recommend, I think you would like it. Um, you know, got, uh, I love fantasy shit. You love fantasy. So I would say Dungeons and Dragons, both of those things. 
I would say definitely very high quality up until a certain point. And um, yeah, it's still worth watching it all the way through. But I, I think what happened and why I'm like, this is a response to my day uh, is that I kind of got sucked in to watching a lot of episodes just in the last two days. Yeah. Um, it started. You finished it? Yeah, I finished it. And Work. it started to feel like uh, that was the real world. And what was happening in between episodes oh, shit. in my life. Uh, yeah. <laughs> not as uh, satisfactory. Um, Damn, you were immersed. I was very sucked in. and um, That's the best, though. That's what we want from fantasy. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I love being immersed. But I did end up feeling like, oh, man, like, I just want to be in that. I don't know. There was just like this weird leftover withdrawal situation. And I was yeah. just like, eh. There's no fucking dragons in LA. Yeah. If there's no dragons in LA, I don't really know what I'm doing here. Um, stupid. Stupid. Totally. Dude, were you into fantasy shit growing up? I know we're both I know we're both big Avatar The Last Airbender fans. Yes. I mean that's that's like my religious upbringing for sure is Avatar The Last Airbender. Um when did you did you watch that full show as a kid? I did, yes. Hell yeah. That rocks. I watched like a bunch of it enough to like have that like childhood nostalgia and being like, oh, this is sick. And I have like a relationship in the past with it. But then I didn't watch the full thing till like college. And then it all really sunk in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like mine was probably similar. I like watched the whole thing, but I wasn't, I was like being spotty. You know how, who was it on Nickelodeon? And Nickelodeon was just like delivering random episodes at random times i was was watching whatever was on i'm sure i watched episode without just like being conscious of what was going on yeah later in in life is where it really started to hit Um, it goes so hard it's so sick are you do you identify with a kingdom a kingdom um you mean an avatar uh or you know what uh, you know open it up to all kingdoms (laughs) (laughs) yeah so the united kingdom is let's talk about the united kingdom really feeling the uk recently i love the sense of unity with that kingdom specifically right and then and of course there's the crown and if i you know you can watch that and and everything's good it's just you can watch that and everything is good i also agree no but um Bending, yeah. Do you feel? I feel like that was such a big thing as a kid of just like, oh, what bender, what bending are you? What bender are you? I feel like it's like Harry Potter house, but a little bit cooler. A hundred percent. I was as evil as they were. I very much related to the Fire Nation. Really, Sam Firebender, fascinating. Um, and it has nothing to do with my hair being red, but I it's just like I think Zuko's character arc. I just found very relatable and um dude one of the greatest character acts i think in like straight up all of television totally yeah without a doubt um i may have lost you for a second oh there you are um yeah zuko man just so good i used to wake up from dreams (laughs) in this is like years ago but like when i was first really getting into avatar again Mm -hmm. um and I would realize that my dreams had been me firebending. And um, in my, this is going to sound kind of weird, I guess, but I was clenching my fists in my sleep. So, because yeah. so, I thought I was firebending in my dreams. 
yeah. that I'd wake up and my hands would be cramped and like in a lot of pain. <laughs> Whoa, damn. That's that's being immersed right there. I was in. <laughs> that fucking rips. That's so sick. I love that a lot. I, re- I feel like you're an airbender personally, but also I, I love I see you saying that for yourself. And it's it's just interesting. All right, yeah. I, appreciate I forget it. that your hair is red, even though I'm looking at you right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Um, it's not as flamboyantly red as um, I guess it could be. Has it has it been more red? Is it? I forget that. Like, yeah, like red hair, like kind of ranges from like strawberry blonde to like. Yeah, I'm glad we're getting to the red-haired sector of this. Podcast. We got to get it out. We got to do it at some point. The, it's the line items are spreadsheets, red hair. Oh, I, right. We'll probably get back to spreadsheets. But anyway, um, the, the, yeah, no, it definitely ranges. And I wouldn't consider myself like just, it's my hair's not like so red, but sometimes in the summer, you know, and especially if my hair's yeah. longer. Uh, mm. Not right now. Um, yeah. I can't. It can get pretty red, I guess. Is that like an identity thing? Do you, was there was there mockery directed your way in your childhood? Uh, yeah, there was. Um, it, I wouldn't say it was horrible. Uh, I think obviously I didn't like it. There right. was definitely yeah, there was definitely like people pointing it out. And if you're pointing it out, there is this like in you know they're insinuating. Yeah. There's like this negative aspect to it of like, oh, you're in. There's like this outsider situation. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know. I think at a certain point I was like, it just, you know, this is just, this is just me. Like, I don't. Right. Yeah. I'm not my hair. I don't like, it's like, yeah. It's interesting. Like, it's definitely a kid thing. Like, oh, you're. Kids are the worst, dude. Uh, howdy uh, belly button i fucking hate you yeah Yeah, it's weird because it's like ident there is like identity there i assume or it seems like that from culture but also it's like not a like a race or like a religion no it's definitely it's definitely different i mean i remember i think yeah it's not but not also not to minimize the like no, you're not. You're definitely they're like being bullied for having red hair. Fucking would suck. <laughs> and there's probably like legitimate harm going on there. Uh, yeah, yeah. Probably more to other. Yeah, maybe I was fortunate. I'm not really sure what the spectrum of, of bullying that happens on for yeah, for red hair. But um, yeah, there was like the daywalker thing. What's that? That what is called daywalker? Is that like vampire stuff? Like if you're if you have red hair, oh man, I'm gonna butcher this. It's like if you have red hair, but you you're not you're not like the pale with freckles, or maybe it is the pale with freckles version. There's a type of redhead that it, that people call the daywalker, and it literally meant meant that you have no soul. See, this is the really kind of like because it's like I guess it's like 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 lol but also like there is like a really harsh dark side to like oh, i don't even it's like ginger is that like a fucked up thing to say it, it, there's an definitely a there's a derogatory sort of yeah into that word i yeah what a fascinating like just like little subsect of hatred 
um that is a bummer um but yeah so weird that people like that really was like a strange yeah it definitely earlier i think and then i because i went to sort of hippie schools at a at a certain point it stopped really becoming a yeah i don't know when i went to like sensitive hippie school and we were like everyone was pretty kind (laughs) dude i want to know about your childhood i know you in such specific ways that i think are really cool um like i feel like our our lives have crossed paths in like interesting ways at interesting times you know this you're also in this friendship with me (laughs) are we doing this or yeah (laughs) (laughs) but when did we do you remember do you remember meeting me i don't remember meeting you in a way i mean not like oh the first time hey i'm mackin there's mackin um i do remember like you were someone i knew of uh during schooling and then same it felt like we didn't even really start which is interesting because like we went to school together we had a lot of the same friends yeah what actually brought it music was a meditation and um and our uh our personal mutual friend or i guess mentor in a way yeah joanna hardy um have to have her as a previous guest on the podcast if if people want to check her out that's that's such a gift um she it was so sick and i really i look i do feel like bad because like anyways i don't want to i'll i'll tell that story a different time but I, I think about that interview i'm just like i'm such a fucking idiot and she's such a fucking legend <laughs> it's important to be hard on yourselves and on yourself in front of um legends <laughs> it's anyway, um, i've been following her like teaching for a while because she used to teach at against a strain yeah. Uh, before it got revealed that uh, Noah kind of sucked. <laughs> and like, yeah. anyway, so then post that, I was like following where she was teaching and stuff. And then she was doing some like talks and stuff at uh, with her like um, people of color and like invited allies, like sitting groups and stuff. And they're like, they had like bad sound equipment. And I was like, oh, I could I could bring some sound equipment so you could like, if you're in like a big hall or something and you like wanted to use a microphone, you could do that. And then she was like, Oh, you know, and then I think we became friends on Facebook and she was like, Oh, you know, Sam. And I didn't know if she was referring to you or my sister. Cause I have a sister named Sam that I also used to go to against the stream with like every once in a while. So I don't know if like they met or at some point. And then I realized she was talking about you and then you grew up going like can you talk about (laughs) the meditation circle that she had like that you would attend as a child which is so sick um yeah definitely i mean it was definitely a very important part of my childhood and had a very big impact i feel like on my development um but yeah basically when i was around like nine years old i was the oldest in the group at that point um, but we or Joanna started a children's uh, meditation group um, at her home and uh, we would go every week or every other week and on like Sundays or something like that. And it was something where we like, you know, we learned about meditation. We learned about spirituality. We learned about Buddhism and 
also other religions too just to like you know keep it non-denominational and um other forms of spirituality um to be all inclusive we learned about judaism and just a lot of cool stuff and it was but it was also a support group in that like we talked about what was going on with us personally um i think that that was also really important just like um developing a language uh an emotional language to help navigate well our you know our emotional worlds and um that was kind of a safe space to like investigate that and learn that um which was really cool uh and form this positive relationship to meditation so it's like right like something oh i have to do this or yeah i don't know you know just who who was the group like how did the group get or is it just like friends or like the moms were friends or like definitely some parent friend situations but like we had all seemingly we'd grown everyone in the group had grown up together um like you're getting recruited for the jedi like order (laughs) like whoa the force is strong with this one (laughs) that was definitely the vibe for sure no it was so cool i think our parents had all met at like preschool and other areas of like um you know life and uh yeah and basically it was called children's circle and then it evolved once we i think because i was the oldest like when i hit my teen years and like other people started hitting their teen years it was like teen circle and then it was and we have met up periodically since that um there was like definitely a big pause in the later teen years where we didn't do it at all Mm -hmm. i think most people were probably most you know most people were dabbling in drugs and alcohol at the time so i think that like kind of put pause on meditation uh or can often do that and uh uh, so then you know in our later years we love we've come together and checked in and see how everyone's doing and we're all still pretty close and even though we don't see each other all that often but we still we meditate and we talk about what's going on that's kind of like the basis of the group we just keep going (laughs) and you you've been and it's yeah i I was very like grateful to have been included in the last few um and i feel like i'm in this situation like in a couple different spots in my life where i'll sort of like join a group where everyone has known each other for a long time and i'm kind of like the new one um and it's kind of nice it's kind it's kind of its own i mean i have people that we've like all known each other for the same amount of time but there is this like weird sort of like oh i'm like I'm like the new person. I don't know. Sometimes it's weird, but I don't know. Everyone is so nice. And it's just like super cool to go and talk and meditate and learn. And um, I'm curious, dog, about uh Judaism in your life. Um, like as it like before this children's circle thing came into it, uh, during, after, since, now. Um yeah, how how has Judaism played into your life? Well, I would probably identify more as a cultural Jew. Yeah. I'm definitely Jewish. My mom, my dad. Uh, and, um, but I was never bar mitzvah. You know, I didn't learn Hebrew. Um, mm. I celebrated, I still celebrate, you know, I passed over was somewhat recently and I, I did, yeah. that. um, you know, I celebrate the holidays and yeah uh but definitely i'm not that um 
I don't participate all that much in Judaism. Yeah. But it is definitely in my family history. Um, my grandfather escaped Nazi Germany as a child. Um, and uh, right. Remember you telling me this story? Yeah, he was in a concentration camp with his family um, when he was young. And uh, my great, great aunt, I believe, who lived in Switzerland at the time. Um, I hope I'm not, you know, my brother knows more about this stuff than I do. He's done yeah. some research. Um, but I, she, apparently at the time you could like, as a, if you're a Red Cross worker, you could take a, pick a family and take them and uh out of the concentration camp yeah and basically save them um but my aunt wasn't a red cross worker but dressed up as one and basically put our life on the line to like try and get my grandfather's family out and they did and then they walked all the way to um to get on a boat and cross the sea and then like i think they ended up in the united states and they were turned away they had to go back to europe and then got on another boat go down to south america and then walk all the way back up to new york um so i think that something- fucking shit i think i've yeah. heard this story before and i forgot how badass and amazing that it is where did they walk from like in europe they walk from like germany to yeah i'm really now details on honestly my yeah I, but it sounds like an epic like heroic really brave admirable journey like that's just like so fucking that's so sick i mean obviously horribly tragic and i cool. like that that really sucks but also damn how cool of your family is like yeah it's a massive fun. trek mm-hmm. yeah my brother knows a lot about it because well he was did a lot of research on it for school but then also he recently acquired his german citizenship which i will also go to do because germany gives um citizenship to those who you know who survived the holocaust so yeah through a process and my brother you know corresponded with the german um consulate and uh yeah at least at least they could do like yeah thanks <laughs> that'd be nice um yeah, so yeah, I'm gonna do that also as my escape plan in case uh, you know 2024 doesn't go so hot. Yeah, 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 yeah. dude. Whoa, that's I truly cannot fathom like just hearing about <clears throat> honestly just like shit that I feel like people in our generations like grandparents went through. Totally. And it's just like, it's been such a like crazy couple of years in our lives. And it's like, yeah. And then it's like, just thinking about like World War Two, <laughs> Like my grandpa, like at my age, like was fucking in submarines, like doing war- a war. <laughs> and it's like, and I'm just like, oh man, my EP doesn't have a lot of streams. <laughs> And it's just so crazy to like compare our life experiences with our ancestors. <laughs> Definitely one of those things that allows for a perspective shift. Um, yeah. 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 Puts my quality, uh, high quality problems uh, into perspective. Um, Dude, when did music come into your life? Well, like, I, 
I don't know a ton of people that like, because I really think of you as a producer and you're also like a great musician and a great writer. And, but I know you as that, hey, thanks, man. <laughs> um, but like, I feel like that is your like main class is like producer. Do you feel that way? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's like so sick to me. And how does that happen? Like, how do you grow up and be like, I'm, how did you grow up and start recording music? I'm pretty- um, yeah. I mean, I was messing around with like stuff as a kid, like little tape deck stuff. And then, you know, that my parents had. And then, whoa, like what? Like, old. like really, <laughs> like stupid, like, like a, like just one of those boom boxes that would play tapes potentially also record onto. So I would record me. It was basically me saying random things. Yeah. Music, but like I was like getting into recording and then I would mess around with garage band and arranging loops when I was a kid. Yeah. I was kind of always into that. And how old is boom box tape recorder happening? Like eight. Damn um right before the jedi academy right before the jet yeah it was like they they you know converged at some a certain point um <laughs> uh the yeah just like you know garage band as you know, uh maybe many of us have i don't know <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah definitely i had yeah. a, lot, a lot of fond i hope i think there's an old laptop somewhere uh-huh. With my old GarageBand projects on it, that's awesome. Yeah, that I hope to reunite with someday. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, a lot of fond memories. Definitely. Um, yeah, I don't know. It just like moved. I was like always uh, in choirs, uh, and oh, uh, I didn't know that. And I took guitar lessons when I was a kid, and I didn't know that either. Yeah, it was interesting. And I just like lacked a lot of discipline when I was younger. I think that, uh, you know, I have ADHD and it was really hard for me to like stay focused and like do certain things. So like practicing guitar was never really something I could do. But for some reason, like I think like recording, there was so much multitasking that has to be happening that like some reason makes me slow down a bit and like, stay focused for longer yeah uh I, I mean i learned a lot of guitar and i don't know yeah walking around in choir but um that's sick i didn't know those elements of your past that's really tight interesting. yeah i mean it's just like and then i went to school we like i learned how to like read music and play is elementary school i was like playing recorder tenor recorder and like out the recorder and like doing well, oh i didn't know the recorders had uh parts had uh, ranges oh. It's interesting. Yeah. Um, I still have my tenor recorder. I've used it in um <laughs> in tracks. Really? Yeah. Yes. That fucking rips. Uh, I have an inside joke with some of my friends about uh, uh DJ Hot Cross Bones that just remixes other songs and just inserts the hot cross bones melody just in a different key, just in the middle of a song at a different tempo, and then goes yeah. back to the song. I think Future has uh, the the rapper has actually spoken about using child uh, like children's melodies, yeah, and like working them to like be the main part of all of his songs. <laughs> Damn, that's cool. Kids' songs are so weird, dude. 
Like Mary had a little lamb. What? Kids still know that song. Oh, why? Who's <laughs> Mary? Yeah. First of all, who Mary? Is, is it Mary, Mother of God, had a little lamb? And is the little lamb Jesus? We might have, yeah, discovered just now that we probably could have read if we had looked it up. <laughs> I, yeah, I just think that, that like that they're just so strange. Like what? what kind of catches on and latches on and like becomes children's songs. Uh-huh. Yeah. London bridge is falling down. Interesting. Okay. So weird, dude. And also like for my day job, I like teach kids and like music and like you go through these books and like a lot of times they will take like popular melodies or something and they'll like be introducing musical concepts like very slowly and they like won't have introduced eighth notes yet or something. So they'll play like Ode to Joy, but it'll be like instead of like da 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 it'll be like da 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 it'll just be slightly different. And like that's like a pretty chill example, but some of them are like so annoying. And sometimes the kid will like know the melody just from like culture or something, but the book will be like a slightly different version of it. And it's just super weird. And a lot of times the book for like copyright reasons, will have to like, I don't know, change something or like, it's just so weird. Like the world of children's music is something I've like started to think about. And I'm just like, dude, kids need cooler songs. (laughs) Yeah. They're definitely going to need some cooler stuff. We should make a kid's album, which I think we have talked about before, which I think would be really fun. I think that could be cool. There's a ukulele every train. Ukulele based. Sam, Sam, did you have musical heroes? Who are your musical heroes? Did you have producer heroes? Produce did like back in the, the like, you know, when when I was yeah. young. Will you give me a brief history of your idols uh, up to now? I think. See, I actually didn't want to be a producer. I had no idea about it. Until- oh, I forced that on you. <laughs> No, 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 not even like I, in, I, I didn't know until I was at USC midway through that I was like, oh, I could do this. Like, oh, I wanted to, I wanted to be an engineer. Really? And I thought, I think it, part of it was like, not, okay, before I say this, um, at least for me, it was like not feeling good enough to be the producer. I probably wanted to do it, but like, so I felt like, oh, engineering is something I can handle. And not that engineering is lesser than, it's just that like for me, it was like, oh, I can learn this and then get good at it and and then that'll be it. But I, and I just, it didn't really fully, it's just like, I think my teachers at USC are people who gave me the confidence to like try other things, wear different hats. And like, you know, I wasn't. Oh no, I've lost Sam. No! Damn it. I lost you, bro. I'm going to text you. Yep. Sorry about that. Dude, all good. All good. I'm just going to make a little marker in my sesh. Are you there? Sam! Sam! Damn, Sam. I just quoted a Ryan Adams song. Disgusting. La, 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 la. Oh, no. I forgot I have Pigman on. Hello? 
Yo. Okay, so here's the deal. I'm going to have to use my phone from now on because my internet went down and my roommates even said that that it's down. So I don't know what that's about, but I'll keep this rolling. Um, Dude, all good, man. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Whoa, what's uh, we... This is no, no big deal. It's not, but do you and do you have any like way of having like headphones for your phone, like earbuds or earphones? Oh, I do, but they're in my room, which is all the way over there. Do you want me to run and get them? Is would that be okay? Yeah, as long as you don't have like a. I mean, if it's this is like a time oh, situation. I'm I'm chilling. I, that would be dope if you if you. Could. I'm chilling. Super appreciate you. I'm just chilling. We don't even have to do the show. Fuck the show. La 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 la. I guess that was a Pokemon theme I started to sing that briefly. Oh god. Man, you're a legend. Oh, there you are. Okay. Dude, again, Um, you are my favorite. You're my favorite guy. You're my favorite guy. Um, um, you were telling me about being, uh, having like, like at not having the goal of being a producer until being in college, and until then it was a, a an engineering path. Yeah, uh, is that accurate? I definitely did. Yeah, I definitely had no idea what I wanted to do up until like, like I was doing music the whole time. I went to high school uh, for vocal for singing really um, and um in Dad, I, know. I was doing i was doing opera um what yeah dude that's sick yeah um the training definitely very helpful i, I, I think about it. i was um <laughs> yeah i it's like uh in retrospect i'm so glad that i had that experience and learned what i learned there right um i wasn't really in the state of mind to um really take it in or uh, experience it really at all. And I was being a little bit degenerate at the time. So, you know, it was like an iffy experience, but um, right, right, right. Uh, yeah, I uh, basically, Oh, it looks like my internet's back, um, but I'll just stay on the phone. So yeah, whatever's easiest. I appreciate it. Whatever's easiest. Um, Happy sad yeah, talk. I just like didn't know what I wanted to do until right before like I applied to USC. I was like, oh, I guess I'll I'll go for engineering. And I was working at studios and I had always I'd like interned at studios and for producers and stuff like that. I just didn't know exactly what, what I was right. what I was doing. And I didn't really have a lot of clarity of mind at the time. Yeah. Um and then I was I think when I was like nineteen, I uh 
received some clarity of mind and um, began to understand that, oh, yeah, I was like, I want to do engineering, but it's like my confidence is pretty low. Again, not to downplay uh, engineering, but it's just like for me, it was personally about like just feeling inadequate about being a producer or being a songwriter or like what I have to offer there. Um, mm. And that kind of just began, I, you know, was engaging in things that to build self-esteem and um, was it, and through the help and support of my teachers, which are uh, okay, I'm the most grateful for. Uh, yeah. I felt like I could like do that and see it as an opportunity to do something like that. And that's how that came to be. So as I guess to your idol question, I just, I didn't really have producer idols. I wasn't really thinking about it. Um, yeah. Did you have musical I like, idols? I just like loved John Mayer. <laughs> yes. Here we go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think like when I was really younger, I was like Jack Johnson, <laughs> John Mayer. Dude, I have, I have um, spoken about my, my diehard love for Jack Johnson on this yeah. podcast many times. I will totally. do, I'll go to bat for Jack Johnson. I mean, yeah, he's just a all around good guy. I remember going to a concert and he had like a polar bear conservation booth uh, set up. I was like, this we're talking about. fucking guy. Yeah. 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 And like old Coldplay was like my Coldplay. <laughs> like the first three albums. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, like full stop at X and Y for me. Um, Word. I don't really know that. After, after X and Y. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I recommend those those albums. Um, but those were the ones. Yeah, I think that, that you were like, "Damn, this is sick! I gotta, I gotta make me some music." Yeah, I, yeah, I think. <laughs> I'm really I'm not like, exactly sure. I, I was just like, like, I was just like I, in it. I, it was just. What's up? I apologize for like. I I feel like I'm <laughs> asking you about your life, and I'm like. Telling you like how you felt and stuff. It's like so. No, 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 no. no. Wanted to be a producer your whole life, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, you're you're good. You're good. I. Uh, yeah, I think that I was just like always doing music. It almost didn't feel like I was right. It was like, oh, I'm gonna make this choice to now do music. I was just like, I'm definitely doing music, and it felt like that from a kid. But from from when I was a kid, but you know, the trajectory sort of shifted and changed paths as I like totally learned more and, yeah. um, you know, came into myself a little more. Uh, you have idols now? Idols now. Um, really been thinking a lot about John Bellion. <laughs> <laughs> I just think he's all around pretty dope. I don't know. Who um, that is. Is that? He's a writer, producer, um artist and uh in the pop world and uh he's i just like the the all he's that um complete producer that uh he's talked about where he does it, he can do everything um and so i kind of idolize that yeah about him there's other there's definitely a lot of other people that i'm just like forgetting right now in the moment of being asked no that's it question. it's a hard question um yeah, I forgot everyone I ever liked ever. <laughs> so that's that's where I stand, I guess. Listen, Definitely like a lot of people. This is a really hard hitting interview podcast. <laughs> this is journalism, and I'm here to <laughs> scoop. 
get the answers. Yeah, get the, no. the stuff. But yeah, I don't know. Wait, yeah. So where were where were we? Yeah, that's pretty much yeah. that's pretty much where we are. I'm just curious about like, yeah, where's your where's your head these days in terms of uh, making music? Making music. Um, yeah, I think like a lot of what I do is sync related. Um, to uh, you know, that's the, my bread and butter. What that means um, for a dumb person? Because honestly, I don't actually even know that much about it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's um, and I don't think I did until someone showed me, you know, um, that it was boss. There's a there's a way to do it. Um, but I basically write songs and then they they get placed on TV shows and commercials and. Mm-hmm. films uh not necessarily i don't personally i don't know where they go until like six months later and it shows up on a statement um right because a lot of through a mentor and a and a teacher of mine who i collaborate with now uh yeah like i put a lot of stuff into sony extreme which is a a sync library is um i think subscription based and uh it operates globally mm. and, and then, what things stand for synchronize yeah synchronization i think it probably comes from like you like people synchronizing music to to video it's mm-hmm. the in the relationship between music and um video i think because <laughs> it can't what other words start with sync sync Synchronous. No, it's just sync. It's yeah. just sync. It's just sync. <laughs> Synchronized swimming. Uh, Do we think been swimming. it comes from swimming? <laughs> <laughs> it probably comes from swimming. That's sick. <clears throat> yeah, and then like you know, my main goals are ha- uh, are pitch related. Um, definitely in the pop world. Yeah, personally. And potentially in the folk country world. I'm not really sure yet. <laughs> yeah. We had a little gear exchange recently. It did. I lent you a microphone. You lent me a pedal. Yep. That's, it was great. I feel it like I've great. so much about so much from you, including audio engineering. Um, and I feel like one of my favorite memories is uh, when we were coming back from that like writer's retreat at Mount Shasta. Mm-hmm. Where I uh, did a podcast with our friend Jack DeMeo that also in his feed, if people are trying to get the whole scoop. Uh, yeah. I mean, Jack is a f- wonderful human and an incredibly talented man. Um, it really just. On all fronts. Yeah. He really just is, is the one, you know, he rips. He's the one. Dude, fuck yeah. Jack, dude. Jack actually sucks. I'm actually changing fuck. my mind about Jack. <laughs> Fuck Jack, but I'll marry him if I get. I'll marry him in an instant. <laughs> I'll marry the shit out of that dude. I swear. <laughs> no, Jack is Jack is truly the best. I, I love Jack. Um, and what was I saying? Oh yeah, the three of us were carpooling up. Yeah, back from yeah. Mount Asta, and I had my totally. laptop plugged into the aux of my uh, Toyota Rav Four, and we were speeding down the five freeway. And you were helping me build a uh, chain to uh, mix this podcast. <laughs> it's important, yeah. It's important to keep mixing on the road. If you're not mixing on the road, I don't know. That was just that was my. <laughs> I just love like being knee deep in Pro Tools on the fucking 
<laughs> in Northern yeah. California. <laughs> yeah. Desert land, desert landscape, and, or not even northern. Yeah, like on the five desert yeah. related. <laughs> Dude, yeah, just um, protos in the car. Protos. I love protos in the car. <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. Um, Man, yeah, but. <laughs> you've also done some sick traveling around the world and i'm curious about where that felt in your or where that fell in your timeline or like um, um when did you do uh, for first big trip uh i think like after college which is typical um i with my brother and my one of my very close friends, Eli, we went to um, Southeast Asia um, and we went to Vietnam and Thailand and it was incredible. And I absolutely loved it over there. And we were doing some, uh, some miniature motorbike cross country riding with, with breakdowns and it was, you know, shit hit the fan and we were broken down in the, somewhere in Vietnam that I don't really know. And, it was a good experience. <laughs> wow. It was a good experience. That fucking rips. Yeah. I think even like as it relates to Chavin, like I think so much of me working towards a stable income, right, is, is mm. so that I can do more stuff like that. I I just yeah. want to get out there. Um, you know. Yeah. I just, it's just the best. Um, experiencing people and spending time with kind people like I the kindness out uh, just out in the world is just profound I was like one time we like we like broke down and we need like needed to get some internet and I was like having trouble like I had like saved certain translations of words in my phone so I was able to somewhat communicate but it wasn't going so hot but this family literally on the like at somewhere along the road, like just invited me in, sat me down, fed me and let me use their Wi-Fi, and gave me tea. And it was just like, I was just a stranger. I was like, I don't know anyone in like LA, like where I could have just like knocked on the door and been like, Hey, can I use your Wi-Fi? And then be like, here's food. And, and yeah, tea, you know, yeah. it's like, it was so, I mean, I probably do, but it was, it, it was really cool. Uh, that's beautiful yeah and i also went to um uh, peru and colombia last year i believe dude before the pan or maybe that was two years ago because the pandemic has taken a whole year of, of I life know. it really yeah. has like oh i have to yeah. do that plus one to all my memories right <laughs> that's basically it even though it feels like pause. Sure. yeah um but yeah i don't know traveling's one of the best things in the world. And I feel like what's cool is like there's a way to do it really cheaply. Right. And that is back to the spreadsheets. Like there's a way to do it cheaply. And if you can yeah. lock in that budget, like there's even a way to save money, you know, by, by traveling, maybe, you know, not paying rent over here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> doing, you get a little, there's ways to, there's ways to do, yeah, like live a different type of life than it, that is, than, than what is, um, I feel like, uh, marketed over here in the United mm. States, um, that I just hear about, you know, I am not doing it because I'm sucked into the system, <laughs> uh, this capitalist system, but 
but I hear about it and it's, it is a way out. I'm just saying <laughs> you could do it if you want. And it's awesome <laughs> for those who've done it. I think where are you going to go next? <laughs> um, I love Mexico. I love Mexico. <laughs> I think that that would be awesome. I love Japan. Oh yeah. I went to Japan and I Whoa! Yeah, that's that's, great. Dude. I'm trying to, I've been fantasizing a lot about Japan recently. I don't really even know that much about Japan. So great. But for some reason in the pandemic, I'm just like, Japan, that's it. Japan. (laughs) That's the one. That's for sure. Uh I would love to go to Japan one day. I think. Good move, honestly. Were you traveling solo at any of these times? Are you traveling with friends? Um, Friends. Um, no, I haven't done solo stuff really in terms of traveling. I've lived alone in a cabin for a couple of months at the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah. (laughs) With my gear just to like write songs and work. Um, that's, I feel like a very specific vibe because I'm at this dog place house right now where I've like, Uh I, I brought a pretty light setup, but I've, I've come here three or four times and like brought varying degrees of like basically re- there have been times where i like recreated my entire bedroom studio like in these people's uh-huh. room unbeknownst to them right and, uh but anyways i feel like a, a move that maybe you and i are both familiar is pack your whole shit in the car okay. and then go somewhere get the fuck, <laughs> yeah somewhere else do the same yeah. shit so i can do the same exact thing but somewhere else and it works and it, and my it works. question for you is you keep all the boxes for all your shit and put it back in the box or like how you dress? Yes, I do, sir. Man, that's so cool. So <laughs> I'm a, yep. I wish I did that. Um, Some shit I have like, the box for? Uh-huh. Like my computer. I don't have the box for it. Yeah. There's like certain things yeah. that are just like wrapped in a towel chilling in my passenger seat. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm pretty fucked if this... I feel, yeah. The uh, when I, I was working for an artist uh, right during college and a little bit after, and they always saved every box or every item they, and I was just like, oh, that's interesting. Like, yeah, maybe that will come in use or come in handy. And then I just started doing it. It's like okay, now so now I have a bunch of boxes that take up a lot of space. And, this is uh, my question: is where you put the boxes? Yeah. So here in my studio that I built over the summer um dude uh yeah the loft and i put the boxes like a loft it's like a storage loft um dude you gotta tell me this quest of building (laughs) studio because i feel like people say oh yeah and it's like well no this guy didn't just like put some speakers in a room like (laughs) can you take me through that project and that process of like like fully renovating this space into sure rad yeah i mean it was wild like i basically wasn't planning on moving and my uh friend was like hey like this spot has a garage that's separated from the house and uh you could turn it into a studio i was like okay so i'm gonna go check it out i was like gonna be some work but i decided it was worth it um and the landlord let me basically uh put a door on the side of the house so that i of the garage and so i could enter because the only way to enter was the garage door, which I was then going to seal off. So I put a door um, 
Oh my God. And so that I could get in. And then this guy that was like the me. first step. And then basically I think what I did next was insulate the ceiling. Cause it was just these like, um, wooden sort of compartments as a ceiling that right. had no, that yeah. So I insulated the ceiling. For warmth. Huh? Is that for sound or for warmth? Um, both. Uh, it's not just warmth. Uh, temperature regulation uh, like whole regulation like holding it as well so like even when it's hot like it'll hold the temperature from the night before for a longer period of time or say if i run the ac then it'll hold the temperature and i won't have to run the ac as much thermos um, so it's um what's up i said thermos rules thermos rules yeah you gotta get on your temperature shit. um so <laughs> basically uh yeah i insulated this i insulated the ceiling and then drywalled the ceiling and drywall um, the ceiling yeah which is so it's not the most attractive ceiling in the world there's a few discrepancies but it's my first ceiling and i I didn't do it by myself uh as per usual there's always you know choice to not good to not do things alone and (laughs) um have help and uh i uh, yeah a friend of mine helped me um and we just basically took on this whole project and uh so now i have a ceiling and then i we went about building a wall uh so we built the frame of this wall on the floor of the garage and then when it was done the uh garage door yes to basically seal off the garage door so that it can never be opened again and that i can because so much sound was escaping through the garage door right and out the other side so that would be disturbing to the neighbors and like i wouldn't be able to do anything that i do yeah. so your cat amontillatoing um, the garage door oh yeah oh yeah so i i built we built the frame on the floor then i had like a bunch of people come over and we had a barn raising basically like we lifted this wall <laughs> into place and it was crazy and then i had this like frame in place There's and i'd insulated the garage door at one point did you go is the wall inside and you're putting it inside. on the inside half? Yeah, exactly. On the, outside? On the inside half. So I'd like measure and make sure it was going to like slide into the spot. You know, nice. So um, then we, I, uh, acoustic drywall on both ends, but I also rock, put rock, rock wool insulation on the in between and then sealed it off, compounded. And then, uh, and how did you know how to do this? There you have like, it. Um, you search it. You like Google how to make, walls <laughs> honestly yeah i also yeah i was mostly google yeah um, and then like i asked my friend's dad who does a lot of construction related stuff for sets and he told me how to do it and he had a lot of equipment which was really helpful so i could um, i borrowed some stuff and then yeah like it it is the sound does not get through this wall <laughs> that's <so laughs> which is awesome cool. Uh, and then I built all these panels that are, some of them are behind me Yeah. and two of them I put on sliding drawer hardware to cover the windows so that I can, if I want sunlight, I can open them. And then if I don't want sunlight and I want, it's not about not wanting sunlight. It's more about like, if I want to, if I'm doing something loud, like tracking drums, then I can close the panels over the window to not let sound. That's uh, so cool. I basically cool. built a fort. Yeah, dude. For, as an adult, that's, that's basically what I did. Yeah. yeah. God damn it! 
That's so fucking awesome. I really love that a lot. I was stoked. And then, you know, vaccine two comes through. I like my second shot comes through and I'll be having people in here. I'll be having you in here. Hell yeah. I can't wait. <laughs> um, because, you know, it's just been me and yours for the last however many months. Yeah. Uh, we, we, we folk spend a lot of time alone in room. Oh, yeah. Computer. But also, how has your heart and mind been in the last year of uh, no one else ever? <laughs> Even though still oh, no. yeah. a lot of time alone on a computer, which was before, but also I can't see That's, it. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting. You, you like, you know, taking note that we do spend a lot of time alone because I think that part of, for me, there was a part of me being like, oh, I was built for this. Um, not that necessarily that it's that pleasurable to be like alone all the time, but on some level I was like, I know how to navigate this um, because I have a lot of experience uh, <laughs> spending time alone and working and like, that's kind of what I already do. So it wasn't the largest change, at least in my right um, life. And I mean, obviously the social thing, but uh, I, it wasn't the largest pivot from where I was and what I was doing. Um, right. So, you know, there are obviously days where it's like, ah, oh, man, like I wish I could see people in the way that I want to. I wish I could hug people in the way that I want to. Um, yeah. And for me and I, we haven't obviously totally touched on this and yet in this thing but like uh i I go to as you know 12 step uh related meetings uh and are we allowed to talk about it (laughs) i think so i think i think it's chill i mean russell brand does it like on a very public level so (laughs) because okay and i would love to talk about this because this is one of the other like fascinating ways that our lives intersect but yeah that's 100 (laughs) percent But it is also a secret club. <laughs> and there's two. Oh, there's a moment. Yeah, I mean, I think the main thing is about just like not exposing anonymity of others. Like I right. am responsible for mine and I'm gonna out myself right now. I I got sober when I was was nineteen and um I've been sober for seven years. Uh through yeah, Alcoholics Anonymous. Um Sick. fucking very inspiring. Thanks. Um, I should clarify that I'm not an alcoholic anonymous, and maybe people think I am at this right. point. Right. Right. Because that would have been confusing. Sound cool and edgy. Guess what? I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all yeah. So I'm also in the uh, in the other one. Uh, yeah. Doing my steps how do you currently. Do, in how, how do we describe Alanon? Because okay, here's the thing. And I love <laughs> Alanon is a very important part of my life. Um, but it also stands like AA. Is for like uh-huh. for alcoholics, a short for Alcoholics Anonymous, totally. Alanon, also short for Alcoholics Anonymous. Yeah, very interesting. I think you know, and <laughs> a part of it has to do with like the time that these things were created. We're a little more, um, yeah. Well, not, I'm not saying that this is gone, but a little more, um, you know, patriarchal focused and uh, yeah, this today. Not that again. Not that that's not happening right now. And uh, I'm fascinated by Bill, who is the founder. I think. Yeah, yeah, I think like his wife Lois is. Lois, that's right. Who created Al-Anon? Yeah, because she was like fed up with Bill's dumbass, and uh, obviously, like he was just 
he's an alcoholic and like totally fucked up his shit. But like they, he, you know, he found an AA with with Bob and uh, and then uh, Lois. Just to cut in, but I for people. I'm curious if you could like, how would you explain Al-Anon to people? This is something I struggle with, like in sharing mm-hmm. about it, it in my own life. I'm like, how do you like, how do you explain what Al-Anon is and like what it's for to people? Um, yes. But so, then I, want to hear more. I would say that I'm less experienced. I feel like I default to you, but uh, in my perception of it, it's obviously it's the, the family members and friends and and pretty much anyone who has some sort of alcoholic relationship in their life. Um, Basically the alcoholism has had an impact on this person and it's It's negative obviously. And um, this way of thinking gets embedded like the response to the alcoholic develops into a pattern of thinking and behavior that is toxic to that individual yeah, and okay. therefore end up in this like program rest of their lives, right? And like this is a way of um, kind of intervening. You know, you doing that emotional work uh, to basically adjust that that pattern of thinking and behavior and relate to, I guess, on a broad level. Because you also Alanon is really open, and you may, you don't even have to know an alcoholic to to be in there. You can like yeah. You could be like a, gr- a great, 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 great grandparent had alcoholism, or you don't even have to know anyone at all. You can kind of just show yeah. up. And it's really that like, we're learning how to relate to people and relationships yeah. um, in, a, in a successful way, totally. how to navigate those and be in coexist with others. Yeah. Uh, I feel like that's like, on a broad level, that's really what's going on now and on. <laughs> oh, well said. So sick. I really put you on the spot and you really nailed it. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, yeah, I don't, but again, I default to you because like I'm the lesser experienced one in now. Um, Dude, but you have like, do you brought me to my first Al-Anon meeting, first of all, and has had <laughs> maybe the most positive impact on my life of like anything I've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> that's so, fantastic and i love hearing it a big um, thank you to you for well not not, not necessarily uh, that but i love hearing that you know that's had a great and big impact on you i think that's like one of the gifts of being a part of something like this is is like watching it the program not me this has nothing to do with me mm. like watching this thing like work wonders in people's lives and like bring the lights back on and Mm. and like save people from from uh imminent death and as well as uh yeah. suffering tremendous amounts of suffering yeah um and of course a lot of us don't make it but um one of the gifts is that yeah it, uh, many times it does work mm. if given a thorough <laughs> sort of shot um dude you were talking maybe. about the history and i like i don't know jack shit about the history and like I was basically talking about it with my roommate Carter the other day, and he was like, "What is Al-Anon? Like, a like who owns it? Like, yeah, that's funny, yeah." And like the uh, part of it, I am fascinated by where it's like the like I just feel like the rules that they have, like the like I don't know what the what the Constitution is or whatever, but just the way that it's structured, like allows it to be this like non political organization. Yeah, it is like it's a. a tr- but like it's almost like a truly successful socialist situation where like yeah, yeah where like we're all in service of each other 
and there's no like Jonathan no, cashing in on this. <laughs> there's no leaders. Yeah, no one's making a profit. Like that's not what it just doesn't happen. And like, and people uphold the the yeah, like the the, the guidelines, I guess, of from what was written in 1939. Damn, um, and that's when they wrote this. Yeah. So how did they nail it, dude? I don't know, man. It's crazy. I mean, that blows my mind. The fact that like all the intention and thought where they were just like, okay, we're going to leave religion outside. We're going to leave politics outside and stuff and like yeah. rotate leadership and like allow for the most recovery to take place for the most amount of people. And now here, right. be all inclusive. Like even at that time, I mean, like there's, there's some things that, um, that we would, we would view as problematic today, you know, certain sexist language or right it's not necessarily totally like sexist in a hostile way but you know just like more focused on male uh yeah. gender pronouns and totally. you know, things like that but al-anon is for girls right like god they had that boy. stuff going on and we love and, god and god is a boy <laughs> <laughs> right and god is a boy. yeah totally it's like yeah there's some weird shit but like um it was still all inclusive. Like you, if you, if you right. really get into the, the literature, like these, these people are like trying to, they're saying no matter what religion, no matter what race, no matter what gender you are. And right. This is in 1939. They're yeah. like, or like, saying, like you're all welcome here. or job or anything. Yeah, exactly. Like from all walks of life um, are welcome here because the, you don't know, it's just like the common goal is to like save our lives yeah um and uh you know just live life successfully um i like i learn i can't believe that it exists and it's i feel like it's almost like church but like not the bad parts of like (laughs) you know that you associate with like a organized religion um yes there's i mean i was talking about this with someone recently it's really its Um, own thing like there's nothing like what it is like what like 12 step programs like any country in the world has like so many of them and like yeah i just yeah dude that oh yeah i've been to meetings in other countries with strangers and feel at home you know what i'm saying and you just show Uh, like you only talk about this one thing and then like we it all helps and it's like yeah I, it is and then I'm like out there being vulnerable with strangers in Thailand, and like, yeah, it's interesting. Um, that rips. Yeah, I think like it does. It, there's, you know, there's some truth to the fact that it looks culty. It looks uh, so, there's some brainwashing involved, and in, as there are in like pretty much everything. Like that's yeah, like that's just, it's not not true. It's just that like as benevolent as a cult can get, I think. But it's yeah, it's like this thing saved my life. I don't know. You know, I'll, I want to be, you know, part of this thing and be of service in the ways that I can. Uh, yeah. To those around me. Um, yeah, I guess the history. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, this, what I was, I guess what I was saying is like, I feel like Bill had, who is the founder of A again, again like, yeah. had a hand in, in, uh, working alone with or creating it with lois it just feels like he probably got in there and it's like i don't know writing some stuff um 
and it wasn't I don't know it's just funny to think that uh, I don't know he was just like had to be so controlling that he had to like get a be a part of this other thing too <laughs> just like I mean the same you think <laughs> um, yeah did I it yeah I like man I guess I just like don't know I mean it's like obviously like anonymous so it's like do people know much about like who that guy was and like I don't think so Dude. I mean, if you're in the group, if you're in the group, maybe like it's in the book, right? The books, um, you can read about him. You can figure out his. I mean, his story is like basically two chapters in on the the main book that we got. But um, yeah, it's interesting. Just but, so you know, I try to stay focused with what, what how the program operates today. Yeah, well, exactly. So. Yeah, right. Like also, that's um, not what it's about. Yeah. Uh, Damn, that's so sick. Just, yeah. yeah just, how do we get here? No. Just talking about program stuff. And, like, it is such a specific thing in my life. And it is, like, mm-hmm. there are so many, like, dynamics that are so specific to being in, like, a 12-step group. Like, and the, the anonymity aspect of it, like, allows it to work. Mm-hmm. And that is, like, obviously, like, good. And there also is this, like, like, I don't know if I've, like, I feel like the people that I know that I see every week and sometimes Mm -hmm. a couple times a week and I, like, know really well. And also, I know nothing about them. (laughs) You know? Like, they're the... yeah, you know them in this one way. Yeah. 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 And it's like, I don't know what this person does for a living. I don't know the name of anyone that they care about. I don't know like what their fucking politics are. And like, maybe sometimes you can kind of like get a vibe or whatever. And like, or sometimes, you know, you like talk about TV or some shit or like it will like, I'm just like fascinated by the idea of like friendships and like, yeah. And maybe it happens more in AA, like the organic like transition or like, or maybe not. I have no idea, but it's just like, it's just so funny how I know all these people and I spend so much time with them and, it has honestly like been very helpful for me to like develop a sense of identity that isn't tied mm. to like what I do for like totally a hundred percent and like have like, Oh, what value do I add to the situation? If it's not like this, like, Oh, I'm the music guy, you know? Yeah. Um, I relate. Totally. Completely. And it's, yeah, it's, it's, just, it's just so weird. And it's like, do you feel like you've had like friends in the program or like people that you met in the program that you'll have like those like program relationships have become IRL friend relationships or like yes yes um yeah I mean there's like a lot of people in the program who like it's like I don't know them in this other way but I know them in that program but like if they call like I'm picking up like I'm right um I'll be there for them and they for me which is cool uh which also there's like that type of relationship that that's yeah. part of like how the program starts. It's like I just fucking motherfucking call like I like hundreds of lists of people that'll just like take my phone call whenever and talk to me about whatever. Like yeah, totally. Cool. Yeah, like that. Like if someone calls me, like or if a sponsee calls me, like that keeps me sober. It helps me um, stay right sized and sane. Um, but yeah, like I think most a lot of my friends I knew before. Uh, but, and then there's a couple that I 
that I've met in the, through this experience that I like are definitely like at this point full all encompassing friends, you know, I know yeah. all about their lives, you know, that's sick. And, uh, yeah, then they're, they're called trudging buddies, you know, like I, I walk this walk of life with them and, uh, mm. we keep each other accountable. I hope I have been again, back to the pandemic, I guess, like it's, um, like that's the thing that I miss is the meetings is the holding these people, right. these strangers hands and like, yeah. and like hugging them and, and getting so much out of that. Um, but yeah. I did host a social distance meeting throughout most of this, uh, for this, Damn. this small group of friends that I have. And, um, that's awesome. That was really helpful. Uh, yeah. And awesome. It's hard. You can't really do laughs on zoom. Like that's, I think the been the strange yeah. is like everyone's on mute during the meeting and like maybe you could totally. see faces and people like smiling. Mm. Um, but I just like that is like a very healing part to me when you say something or somebody else says something like relatable. Yes. Whatever. And there's just like a collective laugh like that. I haven't heard 100%. that in a long time. <laughs> yeah, it's it's strange. Yeah. Um I mean I also want to point out, I mean, I I love that this pig wait it just disappeared <laughs> as i was going to bring it up it like disappeared but like oh, you're I was still wearing the, the pig ears I, the pig nose like i forgot I, I i like hit myself view so i'm like just seeing you right now so i'm not staring at myself and i forgot that i i love just i love the pig filter and i'm, I'm now like realizing like all of the shit that we talked about yeah no it's totally and i it's I funny how it's not been distracting pigs. Yeah, I see you look cute, man. <laughs> Thanks, man. This is a cute look. <laughs> this I will miss. I, this I will. <laughs> this is the only thing I will miss about <laughs> is pig face, man. Totally, totally. I almost uh, put it on in a work meeting the other day, just to kind of like it was like a. It was a weird like shake things up. <laughs> it was like it's like well we're like pirate, uh, you know, independent uh, contractor people, so it's like weird like the music school I teach at, it's like weird that I have like a boss and there's like coworkers. Mm-hmm. It's like the only like office adjacent environment that I've like really ever been in. Uh-huh. Um, and so I just like, uh, yeah, it was like a work meeting, but it was also like a happy hour work meeting. And I was just like, dude, what is the fucking etiquette of this? <laughs> like, it, are like people going to drink? Like it's at like seven. <laughs> it was just so, so that's funny. and uh anyways i almost put pigman on and um my boss like i thankfully didn't and my boss like told like a really long sad story about getting diagnosed with covid and like being really really sick and struggling with his daughter for a while <laughs> like he yeah. fine now but i like almost would have been sitting there in pig face like oh my god i'm so sorry <laughs> yeah that yeah <laughs> Time in a place, I guess. That's you, time in a place. You, uh, you did well for that, that one. And my other Zoom um, work story is like I had to create like a Zoom link for like a recital for all my students. Mm-hmm. They were gonna perform some of their songs, and so I awesome. created a Zoom link. It's very, it's dude, it's a very cute affair, and um, that's so awesome. It's very, it's very sweet. It it, it, it does warm my heart. And I, anyway, so I made the Zoom link, but I had a. I was just like sent the Zoom link to my private Zoom room or whatever. And uh, I had it set for m- hanging out with my friends as the password as P-Poo, uh, P33P00. 
and uh i did not realize that i just hit like copy invitation and then like sent it to my <laughs> to my work and then they sent it out to all of the parents <laughs> and i had to i really zoom create that no i created it you can like set a custom password and that's oh, so why did you why did I set it as pee poo? Because that's who I am. And I think that that is actually the funniest joke that I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> and I forgot to make like a custom event, like with its own password. Anyway, so I realized it. And then I had to like reach out to my work and like one point oh. out and two be like, this is me. This is I've made this joke and I think this is funny. And also, I'm so sorry. And also, like, we have to send out a different one. <laughs> also, please love me. So that was yeah, that was an embarrassing <laughs> also a fun moment and everything was fine. Um but oh well, well dude. Um Sam, my last final question for you is Okay. What you been fucking with? Uh in terms of <laughs> Can you hear me? Question stands. Just in, in relation to... Oh, Sam, I can hear you. Oh. But I gotta know. What you been fucking with? Um, I mean, besides Game of Thrones... Uh-huh. <laughs> um, that's... That's about it. I would say. Not a lot, yeah. Uh, else, I mean, working <laughs> on songs. Fucking was working. Fucking was working. Yeah, I wrote a a country related folk tune, and I'm recording that just to like see how that goes. I've never done that before, and and Jack DeMeo's helping me out, so I've been fucking with that. Yes. Um, and it's gonna be super sick, I think. Um, we recorded drums semi recently, and uh, oh, in that room. In this room, and uh, it sounds better than I have ever recorded drums before. So Whoa! I'm stoked on that. Damn, I truly yeah. cannot wait to hear this. Uh, yeah, and using your mic. <laughs> oh, and um, yeah, it was fantastic. Uh, it's pretty much the gist of yeah what I'm doing. Any shows? Any snacks? Any movies? Any? Uh, uh, other, uh, anything? <laughs> um, this is a great answer, by the way. There's no right answer to this question. Totally. I mean, I did say Game of Thrones like eight times so that far. So right. that's but any TV good. shows though. But did you have any TV shows? <laughs> but also, um, yeah. Uh, you know, snacks. That's interesting. Um, what do you? I've think? been. Yeah, see, the thing is, is like I've been on a, you know, to just, <laughs> I hate bringing up diets and all that, but like I've been keto for quite some time. Right. Um, and the reason is that, uh, you know, when you're someone who works on a computer for like that's right anywhere from eight to 12 hours a day um, yeah. and or plays instruments, like there's a lot of physical pain that develops tendonitis carpal tunnel back pain yeah um, and i was i basically reached a breaking point and uh the pain was just too much i couldn't lift my arms and uh, i was trying to practice guitar an hour a day 
um, cause I started taking lessons and then, yes. um, again. And, uh, so I had to change my diet and, uh, honestly within like two days, all the pain went away. Um, keto is, uh, highly successful in bringing inflammation down if once, Dead. once you're in it. Um, and so now I can like do things and uh, I have the energy to do them. I have way more energy, which is awesome. Um, and I'm not in pain, which is great. Um, incredible. So it's just something that works for me. So uh, honestly, it's like not a lot, you're not, I'm not like raising my meat intake, which I think is like a common, uh, right. misunderstanding of, of the diet. Uh, no bread. Um, pretty much no bread, no bread, no keep my carbs probably around like 30. Um, and, uh, it's really, for me, it's about the fucking, it's about zucchini, man. Honestly, it's like upping vegetables. I'm taking, yeah, I'm just about so many vegetables. Zucchini can be worked into so many different forms Rips. and it is fantastic. Um, and that's noble. Uh, <laughs> that is like a path. I definitely eat too much bread because I'm sitting mm-hmm. all day and then like I stopped eating like a lot of animal stuff. I still eat some animal stuff, but mm-hmm. stopped eating a lot of that. So anyways, my bread intake has gone up in the past few years and my uh basically i want to try to eat less bread is what i'm saying sam but i actually love yeah, I feel that bread's fin it's just so good it's, it's so really good. the best wish... there is and i hate yeah. that I love it so much i'm like deeply ashamed about how much i love bread or i guess i'm not i guess i'm just i guess i have a lot of shame and that is for another episode of this podcast but i love that that for you and i'm glad that this is a successful one and, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where, like, you hit a wall and you, I just have to make a change kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. not necessarily like me being like, oh, this sounds fun. Right. Like, uh, it's, I think it's I'm just for functionality. Dessert, where I'm like, oh, yeah. it is not serving me anymore. I am, I am serving this beast. <laughs> right. I don't, I don't think, I, I don't know if I am allowed to have dessert anymore. <laughs> yeah, it can get, it can get troubling. <laughs> where can people find your stuff your music oh uh are you on the internet not really um i'm uh yeah i mean i have instagram which i check like uh once every month i do not have that your around handle i'm pretty sure it's at sam underscore vendig and you can direct message me there um yes. but i think yeah, if anyone's trying to get sober, there's that's also a spot too. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, music. I mean, I have a couple projects out, but what are uh, they? Where are they? Uh, uh, yeah, one is called Moen, and I did it with uh, friend, my friend Jack and Haley Bowers, and uh, yeah. also very talented and um, wonderful person. And yes, the name of the project huh m-o-e-n yeah and it can be found on, on you know normal streaming sort of sites yes um yeah if there's anything else i'm forgetting it but yeah i'm mo- mostly behind the scenes anyway so it's like <laughs> not much to like i don't since i'm not an artist i don't really pull it up, put out a lot <laughs> bro like that. i have to pee so bad so bad literally so bad literally so bad we we gotta go i love you go. so much i love you, you so much for doing this like taking the time to like talk and chat you're a big part yeah. of my life and i appreciate you and i'm glad i love you and i appreciate you so. all the different parts of our lives that intersect um yeah and 
Uh, also, dude, eat my shit, you know? Sure. Uh-huh. That's one way to sign off for sure. Um, cool. Okay, bye, Sam. Okay, bye. <laughs> nice, dude. We did it. We got it. Incredible. Incredible. Yo! What's up, man? Wait, dude, were you about to shred? Uh, yeah, I was definitely about to shred. That was the that was the goal. Dude, I uh, really I was really yeah. hoping you would shred. <laughs> we could do mostly shredding today. Uh, I got nervous, you know. What's up? I was hoping we could do mostly sh- mostly shredding today. Yeah, yeah, that the shred type of podcast. That's cool. Yeah. Happy sad shred talk. Is that what it's is that is that the deal? Let's see. Happy Shred Rock Sing. Oh, shit. Yo, that's a good looking little dog right there. Oh, yeah. That's Bijou, dude. That's uh, that's why I'm in this other place. Okay. Um, I, the dog people that I'm sitting um, uh, are having a baby. And so they've been like texting me like I've basically been on call. Uh-huh. today's the day and i was like do i cancel everything or do i bring all my shit and i brought all my shit which i usually do yeah it's good to be able to pack every large recording related item up and, and uh move it to some other location to uh get things done <laughs> and i i'm wondering if you have the capability slash uh you would be willing to set up a microphone like I have done uh-huh. and recording your end on your end. Yeah. I have, I should have. Uh, yeah. You, and I'm sorry that I didn't. No worries. Um, let dig me in, just dig in the white. <laughs> put my mainly to good use. <laughs> Idiot. Yeah. Let's go. Oh, thanks, man. You know, I'm liking the white t shirt. Uh, thank you, man. Uh, yeah, I decided to to try that out again as a as a sort of thing good look man it's a good look i i'm a big fan of the white tee for myself as well we're all trying to <laughs> rick rubin i said rick rubin right there yeah i feel like the maintenance is also easy like you know i can i can bleach it and keep it around long term yes i used to pit them out so quickly and then i switched to like a non-aluminum based deodorant and now my favorite white t-shirts don't get pitted out. Whoa. I did not realize the correlation there. Dude, um, I just thought it was armpit sweat. Turns out it's aluminum in most deodorants. God damn it, all the metal. Um, God damn it. So, all. okay. Let me see. How do I... Yeah, I'll start like, like podcast performing and let you like... <laughs> are, are we... Are we... Is this... Are we like... Is this like... I'm getting this just like in case, but also like no pressure. But if you say something fucked up, I will publish it. Sorry, Sorry Sam. Sam. This is this part is of the episode. episode. All the All setup. setup. What am I getting? Do you hear that? Yeah. Yeah, but literally anything is fine. Like whatever you want to do is fine. Pretend. Also, you could set the input difference on like. Pretend I'm Pretend saying, hey, Sam, down. I'm like, taking like, actually my podcast like, very seriously. Record it's yourself. to sound really good. Like, have headphones so, on. So, 
if you gotta get your shit together, why don't you get your shit together? Doing shit I'm actually very prepared. Like and the show microphone just is like extremely great. And we don't then leave in long stretches where people are just figuring their shit out, and then it ends up just being the Zoom audio anyway. Sorry that you. I should have told you. I should have like. I should have sent you a thing. I'm so sorry. Nope. Yeah, I'm not sorry. Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> oh, cause you're in headphones. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Give me a. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll just use these guys. It's, it's uh, the show is good. Appreciate you. The show is very good. Okay, so now I can hear you. Oh, interesting. This is can you hear me? Interesting. I agree. Yes. That sounds. Good. And does it sound like okay. okay? Sounds awesome. Eat shit, Ira Glass. Uh, check, check, check. I might turn myself up even. Hello, hello, yes, dude, yes, <laughs> all right, I'm so sorry about that. That's a true That's thing I do every time to check the sound. It was going on really weird in my app. I do a fake laugh like that. I watched all the gains move up and down at once. That's, That's true vulnerability is me putting that part in. Wow. I hope this part doesn't get into your little. Oh, uh, dude, don't worry. Dude, 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 don't worry at all. I will definitely, yeah, don't worry. About I will it. definitely, yeah, yeah, don't worry. Okay, that should. This won't this be in the be show because the show. Um, I was like, sometimes my internet's a little funny. That's fine. Like, yeah. yeah, rock and roll, really dude. Okay, now I think we're. Good. Oh my oh god, god, dude. I am. Being so picky, and you're being so nice and patient and kind. You're not even being that picky. Um. Yeah. I mean. So I guess while this is opening, and I'm maybe you up, should be pickier. Uh, what is the deal? What do? What a good question. What, the, what we talk about on the podcast? First things first. I love you. Love you. Thing. Thanks, dog. Second thing is like, man, we just uh, we just chat. You know, we can really chat about anything we like. Okay. Uh, I'll probably just like pick your brain, ask you questions about your life. Uh, if you like don't want to talk about anything, we don't have to fucking talk about anything. Um, like we can just shoot the shit and just be dumb. Cool. Or yeah, I'm just I like just kind of like free freestyling, see where we go. I just like want to ask you how you think about the world. <laughs> the show <laughs> is good. If after the fact you're like, oh, um, you like the show for like a couple weeks probably. So if after the fact you're like, you know what, I don't want that on the internet. You just you just hit me up and we can edit anything out. Journalism. Yeah, I mean, um, I mean, I'm not I'm not really an open book, so I don't see us talking about a whole lot. Uh, we can I'm, talk business. Let's just talk about business. I, as long as you have a spreadsheet open and like data readily available, I'm pretty much yeah. cool. Any data? I any data. I don't. I just any like data. I a, love data. And if we can organize um, via spreadsheets, I'm organize whatever. I'm, yeah. Okay, cool. I'm glad that, okay, first of all, yeah, it doesn't matter what it is, but I'm glad that we're going to know how we're going to organize it. Yeah, yeah. No. I'm talking dot CSV, dog. <laughs> I just like color coding my, my um, headers. <sighs> I do love color coding my headers, though. Do you use spreadsheets in your life? actually do <laughs> i really rocks the joke and then i actually really like oh, yeah. let's shift from joke spreadsheet conversation to real spreadsheet conversation is what i would actually really like to do 
Totally. Um, okay, so I'm gonna open. We're basically almost gone. I'm. Don't no worry, I'm gonna save all my hilarious spreadsheet-based commentary for <laughs> when we're officially going. Oh, and now I'm uh, recording myself. You're in Pro Tools. You're absolutely ready to rip. I'm just. It's going. It's like. Okay. It's recording. Does it need to be recording you? Am no. Um. Let's yeah. just. Just yeah. for like, just for sync purposes, can we just do like a clap and then, uh, we'll just both okay. count to ten. Cool. Um, yeah. <laughs> Set. Go. One, two, three, four, five. Can't six, use any of this seven, because I only have the Zoom audio. Ten. I don't know how that works, and cool. I don't know how it will help, but I think. You know, we should maybe try that. I've heard the show is good that like we trade off numbers and that way it's like you get the delay, right? It's a good show. Do whatever, you know, feels right for you. Are I don't you know. Count to 10 with me again is what I'm saying. Like, can we count to 10, but trade off this time? The show is um, very yeah, good. Actually, if we, yeah, we could spend all time counting. Uh, one, one, oh, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, Ten and guys, we did it. Welcome to Happy Sad Ten Cast, where we count to ten. Happy Sad Ten.